nutrition, gut health, mental health, hormones, and so much more. These all play roles in sustainable weight management. So, I scoured the globe with top experts in fitness, health, and weight loss to bring to you this podcast. So take a seat and enjoy the ride. So everyone, welcome back to the Matter of a Mind Experience. Of course, I'm your fantastic host, master trainer and weight management expert, Narado Zico Powell. And today I have for you Marvin Berman, PhD, R&D advisor and clinical consultant for Neuronic, a next generation photobiomodulation device. Neuronic develops wellness devices that send out near infrared light. And hold on, you've heard on my show how many times that we talked about near infrared light, red light therapy, photobiomodulation. So do we have an expert for you today? You're going to love this episode. See, clinical research has shown that near infrared light positively, I say positively, positively impacts memory, movement, and mood stability. One of these days, I'm going to learn how to talk, everyone. I guarantee you I will. And of course, towards the end, I have the hack of the episode is how to use Neuronic for the benefits of photobiomodulation. And with that being said, let's welcome Dr. Berman to the show. Hey there, Marvin. How you doing? Really good. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here, my friend. With that being said, tell us your story. Well, um, the basic story begins back in the early 2000s, I was looking at how people, specifically some family members, were dealing with memory loss. And I started looking at the literature in neurology, and I saw that they had been studying this issue of what happens to people's brains as they progress in having memory loss, which they refer to as dementia. So I started to examine the research literature. And what I found was that they had done quite a number of studies showing that as people begin to lose their memory, there's a very specific pattern of change in the electrical or EEG activity in the brain. And that specific pattern was that the slower brain waves the, the, the voltage of those was going up and the voltage of the faster brain waves, which is, are associated with attention and focus, were going down. And that the more people progressed in the process of dementia, the more that slow, fast difference occurred. Well, then I started looking at, okay, so now that you've figured out what's going on, what did you do about it? Nothing. And the question was, well, why? And then I realized, oh, neurology doesn't really have the tools to address the electrical activity in the brain. 
because they use measuring electrical activity as a way to diagnose whether you have a brain tumor or whether you have seizures. Mm. But that's it. That's what the electrical measurements are for. Then they go to the prescription pad or they go to surgery, and that's how they think about what to do. I was in a different position because I had been studying something called biofeedback, right? And specifically brainwave biofeedback. So I was studying how the EEG changes in relation to things like seizure disorder, which might've been interesting for the neurologist, but there we are in the, you know, the problem with the silos of knowledge where none of the neurologists are reading the biofeedback literature. Right. They don't read those journals. They read the drug journals and the surgery journals and nobody in the biofeedback world was publishing articles in the neurology world. Right. So nobody knew what the hell was going on. So I went, oh, well, if you can stop people from having seizures by training up the voltage and the percentage of activity in a particular range of frequencies in the brain, well, if you can stop seizures that way, maybe you can alter the brain activity of people with dementia, right? So I was like, well, they didn't do the research, so I'll do it. So we did, the, we did a study with about 27 folks, and we gave them the equipment to do biofeedback either in my office or at home so that it wasn't like, oh, you know, you went to Dr. Berman and blah, blah, blah. No, half of the people did it at home without Dr. Berman. It was just their wife or their husband doing the training with them. So we got rid of the whole, you know, who's doing it thing. So there we were, we showed that at the end of the day, it didn't matter whether it was me in the clinic or the people in their living room, right? The people who had figured out how to decrease the slow wave activity and increase the fast wave activity, they significantly improved on memory scores on neuropsych testing. Right. So it was like, hello, it works. Right. But... And the big but is that just because we were training people to change their brainwave activity, we were not treating the underlying problem that was causing the dementia, the Alzheimer's, the Parkinson's in the first place. It was changing the slope of decline, but it wasn't curing the disease. Right. Right. So that's when we started looking, you know, for other alternatives. And one of the guys that I was working with, his wife had memory loss. So he was, and he was a hardcore biochemistry guy, agricultural biochemistry. So he was all about the numbers and the science. All of a sudden I get an email from him that basically the subject line is, what the hell is this? So then I open it up and it's an article from the Daily Mail in London. You know what the Daily Mail is? No, I'm not familiar it, with it. It's not a scientific journal. Do you know what the National Enquirer is in the United States? 
yeah okay we stipulate to daily mail i'm thinking but it's it worse than that but it's the, it's the daily mail it's the daily mail but it's it's worse than worse than the inquirer you know the martians took my sister it's that kind of thing so i'm like what the heck what is he reading this for and i'm like oh my god he's really losing it so i see that there's this article and there's these two guys in lab coats and a guy in a suit holding this pith helmet with fans on it. So it says UK researchers reverse dementia using infrared light. I'm like, oh my God, come on. But then I realized it's not a Daily Mail article. It's an article in the Daily Mail that was published in the British Journal of Neuroscience. Uh. Oh, okay. Now I go to the journal I read the real article, I read all the references, and I'm like, holy smoke, they're not kidding. This is real. So I then go back to the guy, you know, the husband, and I say, this looks real to me. I can't punch a hole in it. And the people who are doing this are like the MIT of European, you know, university neuronal physics. They're like big deal people. So I was like, okay. I say to the guy, you want me to go to England and get one of these gizmos for your wife? And he, being who he is, said, well, why don't see if they'll come here? He had a lot of zeros after his name. So I'm like, okay. So I call this guy up and I say, look, uh, would you come from wherever you are and bring your helmet and stick it on this guy's wife's head? Six weeks later, there we are. And in the guy's house, putting the helmet on his wife's head. We then start doing the protocol, which is only like six minutes of this thing on it, you know, and it's just shining light into her brain. That's it. It's just a specific wavelength of infrared light. Okay, you know, it's not gonna hurt anybody. So we do it. Three weeks into this, and this woman like has not said more than a couple of words at a time, for two years, right? She's got something called progressive aphasia. So all of a sudden my research assistant comes back after one of the treatments, I was doing one, she was doing the other in tears. What's the matter? Oh my God, I can't believe it. They're having such a fight, a fight. Oh, Mrs. Yeah, she was yelling at her husband and yelling at him. Yeah, no, no, she was really mad about the fact that he you know, decided that we're gonna, they were gonna go to Oregon for visiting their son. I was like, wait a minute, did all those words come out of her mouth at once? And she goes, yeah. And I'm like, oh my God. And then the phone rings and it's the guy, the husband. And he's like, oh my God, I can't believe it. She's so pissed at me. I got my wife back. <laughs> and he hangs up. Right. And I'm left holding the phone, looking, going, what the hell just happened? And then it clicked. The light was decreasing the inflammation, increasing the blood flow, and the biofeedback was renormalizing the brain connectivity. It was really, you need both. You need to stop the inflammation and you need to renormalize the connectivity in order to get a resolution, right. a real improvement. So that was the beginning of the whole thing. So from there, we just started doing research on 
the, the infrared helmet, which was this, right? It's called the cognito light. And we did studies and we showed that it works, but there were limitations to the cognito light in terms of being able to control the pulsing of the light. And we knew, I knew from the biofeedback that you could change brainwave activity patterns just by pulsing light on the scalp. So I wanted to control the light pulsing as well as the wavelength, as well as where the light was being delivered. Well, that we couldn't do with the cognito light. So what we ended up doing was creating the neradiant, right? Which has the same wavelength of light, the, the 1070 nanometer light, but it has the ability to deliver the stimulation independently in each quadrant. Right. So you, you can control each quadrant of light delivery. You can control the pulse rate, right? Because we have this control device. Right, here you go. We have this controller box that allows you to control all of the different features of the, the helmet with a touchscreen. So that was the idea was, oh, we can now control the delivery of the light, use our understanding about biofeedback, neurofeedback is what it's called when you're doing your brain. And we can combine those two things and do the thing that I thought was going to be the most effective. So, so that, with that's where we are now. That is absolutely fantastic. Because I'm just going to do a, like a, a short summary there because I really love that story. So we started understanding, okay, Yes, we're we're looking at um, we can we can we can improve the faster brain waves versus the slower brain waves, but that still, as you said, wasn't addressing what was causing the issue. Why do right. we have certain faster brain waves and slower brain waves? Right. But when you start looking into inflammation, which, by the way, you know, doctor, that just about every chronic disease we can think of is right. connected to chronic inflammation, right? right. So we started talking about the inflammation, but, and then getting the biofeedback. And then you start talking about controlling the light. That's huge because I think that control is huge. So then I want to ask you is for, do you, is the control different for different each person? So what we would do, what we do now is we do what's called a quantitative EEG, where you put a little net on your head. With, with some electrodes that measure electricity, just like an EKG, right, for your heart, you just the same things are going on your head. And they're measuring the electricity coming from your body, but here they're coming from your brain. Right. There's a database that's broken out by age, gender, and whether you're left or right-handed, and we can then measure how your brain activity compares to the average of people who were carefully screened to have no problems and we can see how you stack up. We can then design the protocol using the lights. We can design the protocol for that person to improve and renormalize their brain activity. So it's not as simple as, okay, I'm gonna take some infrared light and throw it on my head and do some pulses. It's, <laughs> I wish that were true. <laughs> it's never that easy. It's never that easy. Like, why are you making my life so hard? If it were, I could just go play with my granddaughter and go fishing and that'd be good. 
I know, just wear, wear neuronic and just go fishing and you'll be completely fine. But that's not how, and you, you know, you can't just stand at the equator for a hundred hours at noon to get the equivalent dose of putting this on your head for six minutes. I might be calling aliens too, but that's a different, that's oh, a different yeah, conversation. Yeah, 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 don't do that. But that's more for the daily news. So the thing that the, the thing that you can see here, we've got running lights. Those red running lights are not the real lights. But if you look closer, you can see like a slight purple tint. That's the infrared light. It's invisible to people, but you can see it through the video camera. It picks up a wider range of wavelengths. So is that the best way to figure out? Because the reason why I'm, I really want to, I'm interested in this question is I've had friends that have done shopping for like uh, infrared saunas, right? Oh, and wait, wait, saunas are completely different. Saunas are far infrared. They use wavelengths way, way, way above what we're talking about here. Ah. Yeah. You would never want to use the wavelengths of a sauna on your head. That would cook the egg. Ah. We don't want to cook the egg. That's a bad thing. Right. Ah, got it. Got it. Love it. No cooking, no cooking the egg. Near infrared is like under 1200 nanometers. Uh, so what would be aside from let's say no um, the camera that you just you just taught me because right. I said the human eye cannot really see infrared. What would be right. some real tests to figure out if it's real infrared or is it just red light? Oh, it's very simple. You can see red light and you can't see infrared. Ah, perfect. That's, that's what it. I thought. That's it. It's invisible. So you that's need it. the camera. You need the camera. You need the camera to, to see that this the slight purplish kind of and the reason why I brought it up is because I was talking about the, the reason I brought up the uh the sauna example because I've seen reviews of people who are just completely pissed because they're like, I bought this this sauna from and you know from wherever it came from, whatever. And this is not infrared, this is just red light. And it's only a sauna told me it was infrared. Well, so here's the problem. When people start using devices that are calling themselves near infrared but their wavelength of the diodes that they're using are in the 800 range. You can like the V light, you can just start to, you can just see some red, right? But it's really move. It's up above what it would typically be the visible, really red, red like that. Right. It's a little bit lighter red. Right. But that's, that's what you're seeing is just the movement out of the visible range into the infrared. So just because you can see it a little bit doesn't mean that it's really not infrared. Ah, uh, it just made us depends on the level that you're using. Yeah, and when people are when people start using these numbers, you know, like 810 or 1070, there's always a range. There's no there's no way to get it exactly at a particular wavelength. It doesn't work like that. So it's always within say a 10 or 20 nanometer range. Ah. Uh. Now, you've already answered this question, but I just want to clarify for my audience, right? Okay. Let's talk about photobiomodulation. What exactly is it and what are the benefits of it? Photobiomodulation is simply the delivery of light energy to the body. So photo, light, bio, the body, physical body, modulation, you know, modifying. That's where the term comes from. It used to be called low-level laser light or low level LED light or things like that. 
but now the scientific community now accepts that photobiomodulation is a better overall way to describe what you're trying to accomplish by shining light on the body. And that's any color of light, any wavelength of light. Right. So photobi it's not it's not just necessarily infrared, um, but not it's, at all. Not it's at light all. delivery in general. That's right. Perfect. That's good. Too. And you're using it by delivering near infrared to help cognitive function. So well, I, um, and it, well, there's a lot, I'm sorry. Yeah, there's more to it. There's more to it than why we're using near infrared, because one of the reasons is that 85% of the reason there's life on earth is because of near infrared light. That one small part of the spectrum is what has helped us be able to sustain life, both plant and animal life. Break that down for us, actually. The reasons why you use near infrared. Because the effect of the light on the bacteria called the mitochondria and also on the cells inside plants that stimulate photosynthesis, that wavelength of light is hitting proteins inside those little bacteria called mitochondria. And the mitochondria is made up of a couple of proteins in a chain and the last one in the chain is called cytochrome C oxidase or CCO. That protein is kind of like, they call it a chromophore because it responds, it reacts to different frequencies or wavelengths of light. The cytochrome C reacts to about 700 to 1100 nanometers of light of the wavelength. So when you hit that part of the chain with the light, it speeds up the process of what the mitochondria do, which is to produce a chemical called adenosine triphosphate, ATP. Mm -hmm. So that's really where this is all going in, in large measure. There are other pieces to it, but you know, this is enough for one day. <laughs> the, the ATP is the chemical catalyst for everything in the body. Mm -hmm. Right. And so if you've got screwed up mitochondria that are not producing enough, we're not producing any ATP. That's a really big problem. OK, so what we're talking about is using a particular range of light frequencies to stimulate a fundamental activity, biological activity in the body that is going to have implications literally for everything else. So the photobiomodulation is really the zeros and ones level of intervention into making systems function in a more healthy way. Right. And you know, it's interesting how the human body works. If we're talking about the brain or we're talking about the gut, it's, it's practically the same. There's so many similarities. Like, yeah, we want to have good functioning mitochondria, good bacteria, right? Yeah. We um we also want we want we need ATP. We need our mitochondria to produce ATP. We want to reduce chronic inflammation. These are all basically the baselines of some of the things that we just need to do in general. And infrared light can be very helpful in that, especially for the brain. As you said, you have to use near infrared light because we don't want to, you know, our brain to explode and become three times bigger than it's supposed to. <laughs> I'm joking, of course. I'm joking, of course, but not, not for another hundred thousand years. Yeah, exactly. By, by then, um, I might be in a robot body or something, but exactly. that's a different conversation, different exactly. day. Elon so, Musk needs to get on that research. Go ahead. And what, we, what we've seen now is that they're building entire beds of near-infrared light. 
So you can lay down in it just like a tanning booth and get a dose in your whole body. It's not the same as it's not the same as putting it directly on your head. Of course. The more the closer the LEDs are right to your skin, the better. Right. Perfect. Well, that makes that makes a lot of sense. And I would imagine too, if you're working on, and correct me if I'm wrong, but if you're working on a cognitive change, putting it directly on your head will be more beneficial as well because you're going straight to the source, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that makes sense. With that yeah. being said, everyone, I'm sorry, go ahead. The other piece of it was that not only is it about inflammation, it, it's about blood flow. Right. And so if the light is actually increasing the size of the blood vessels in your brain, then it's actually allowing more blood to get all the way out to the edges of your brain and not, you don't lose brain cells because they lack oxygen. Ah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And with that being said, everyone, we're getting up to the hack of the episode and he's going to break down some stuff for us about uh, how to use Neuronic for desired desired results. But before I get there, everyone, you know, your boy got to pay some bills because that's how I keep this show rolling, right? So let me tell you about Heal from the Amino Co. Heal is a 100% science-backed essential amino acid formula developed to reduce recovery times and improve physical function by accelerating muscle repair while help by maintaining healthy inflammatory response. The essential amino acid profile of Heal has been shown to increase muscle mass even during times of physical inactivity. Their profile was actually originally developed to help NASA astronauts maintain muscle mass in space and then was refined for wonderful people like myself for prolonged periods of inactivity, which I really don't have unless, you know, I have an injury or something. And studies have shown that two weeks of inactivity alone can decrease muscle um. It shows leads to decreased muscle mass and a 50% drop in muscle protein synthesis. And guess what I'm drinking right now, everyone? I'm drinking Heal because I already worked out a couple hours ago. And I and, uh, I ate afterwards and now I'm drinking Heal. I'm re- recording this episode for you. Tastes fantastic as well. Absolutely love this product. A recent clinical trial compared one and two scoop amounts of Heal with high quality whey protein. By the way, Heal does have whey um, concentrate in it as well. The net bounce whole body protein synthesis and breakdown was measured and the response to Heal, check this out, was found to be at least three times larger than at whey protein on a gram for gram basis. Three times larger. Think about how fantastic that is. So go to aminoco.com slash Zico Health and of course, I have a gift for you, wonderful listeners. You get 30% off all their amino prostate products, right? So not just heal, but also perform, which I use during my workout to bang through my workouts. And of course, the website will be in the description of the episode. And with that being said, let's get back to the regular scheduled programming. Let's talk about the brain. So then Dr. Marvin Berman, how do you recommend that someone use Neuronic for desired results? And give us some show and tell when you're doing that as well. Okay. So one of the things that we like to do is get that quantitative EEG done so that we know how somebody's brain activity is stacking up. 
Now that's really for people who've got a condition that they're trying to address. People like you, people who are into the biohacking and neurohacking community might not need to go to the advanced level technology. There's, there's two levels to the Neradian. One is where you can just select a number of uh, four different protocols and I'll send you a, a picture of them. But the protocols are to are peace, focus, energize, and glow. So you can get an idea of what the result is of each of those different standard protocols by what, what we're calling it. But the, the long and the short of it is that we can, here's a picture of it. Ah, I can see it. Okay, so you can just touch these standard protocols with the helmet on and it'll run a standard protocol for peace, focus, energize, or glow. Glow is more of a aesthetic, stimulating your skin type of protocol, but it's also very relaxing and very um, kind of brings you just a good buzzy feeling like you've been on the beach for a long time. You know that buzzy feeling when you're yeah. on the You can get that from the glow program and from the energize program more than the other two. But the thing is, we can then modify the protocols by going to something called the custom program. Mm -hmm. And the custom program lets you change the amount of time that the program's running and also the pulse rate that you're using, right? You can control all of that. And you can also combine, you can also control the intensity of the stimulation. So you can get like 25, 50, 75% of the total energy being directed to you or, and, and you choose based on how sensitive you are. That kind of sensitivity issue is where I really, when people are thinking along those lines, I like to have a consultation with them. And so we've included an hour of consultation for everybody who buys the standard model. So it's an orientation about how to use it, but it's also a little bit of a heads up about different things to look out for and different ways to optimize what you're trying to accomplish. If you have some condition or diagnosis and you're really trying to focus on something serious, then we recommend that you do the four quadrant and then you get three months of consultation with me for the price of the equipment. Because, it, you know, like I tell people, it's not a hairdryer. You know, you can't just start sticking it on your head and turning it on. That's, right. you know, you can with the standard protocols, but if you've got something like a brain injury or a concussion or ADHD or depression or something like that, or dementia, you really want the consultation to make sure you know what's going on and how to use it best over time. Okay. So we can then one more show and tell. Um, we can control the actual values of the device all the way down to which quadrant is being used. Mm. And there, there, if you can see how the quadrants, some one of them, the front one's gray and the other others are green. Mm -hmm. So I can change that very simply. Can you still, yeah, there we go. Ah. I can change which quadrant is active and which quadrant isn't active just by touching the screen. 
I see. So with that brain mapping that I did, I can now specifically stimulate the parts of the brain that need a specific kind of stimulation and not another. Now, can, with, yeah, sorry, there's a follow up question here. So because you talked about the basic package and then you talked about if you're trying to work on something specific. So then when someone says, I want to buy Neuronic, right? Do you actually talk to them about what would be better for them? If they write what they're trying to do, if they write to me, if they call, if they call the or write to the office, they'll make that distinction. It's also made clear on the website, you know, Neuronic Online. It's also made clear that there are two models. And the one model just has the standard protocols and the ability to customize the entire helmet. The other protocol has the four quadrants and you can see it in the on the website. And it also has the three months of consultation with me. Perfect. And the website will be in the show notes. It's going to be zikahealth.com slash neuronic. And of course, the show notes will be in the description of the podcast. I'll make your lives easy. Just click on it and boom, there you go. And with that being said, do you have anything to add to what we've discussed? I think we should add that we will provide a coupon code for a 5% discount to all of your listeners. Perfect. Awesome. And I will put that I'll put that in the show notes as well. And uh, we'll get that rolling. So thank okay. you so much, Dr. Berman. I mean, this, everybody knows I'm a biohacker, a fellow biohacker. We're just basically just kind of this could be a very nerdy episode if we really get into it. Right. So let's uh, let's not do that. Let's save that for a part two or something. And with that being said, everyone, I'm heading out and uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks for joining the Matter Over Mind experience. If you got good content out of this or any of my shows, save, subscribe, and share it with anyone who needs this information. Remember, always take the scenic route and enjoy the ride.